Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 64 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today's topic for this episode is something I've been meaning to talk to you about for quite some time. So today is the day. I would love to explore the difference between self-worth and self-esteem. And I know that this is such an important topic. And there's actually, you know, some confusion from some women that I've spoken with over the years in terms of what really is at stake when we say feel we like confidence and we don't have really high self-esteem and all the different things that may come as we start embarking on a weight release journey. So just to sort of set the stage here, if you're new to weight release methodology, which is what I teach, what I've designed over the years and something I'm very passionate about, it is essentially in very you know short terms, it is essentially the combination or the understanding, the self-mastery of our emotions as it relates to weight loss, but also as the root cause of a lot of those issues with our bodies. And it's by understanding our emotions, understanding the role that our subconscious mind plays in how our body, the effects that we see in our body, how our body, you know, embodies what we believe in, limiting beliefs, you know, even potentially misguided beliefs, the combination of mastering our emotions, understanding what is happening to our hormones as we turn 40, and then knowing what to do from a lifestyle as well as a dietary perspective is essentially what the weight release method is all about. And that's what I love. And that's what I teach women all over the world. So if you're curious and I want to learn more, the best place <laughs> to get information is by getting access to my free training. And all you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And I'll put the notes in the, uh, in the, the link in the show notes below. But essentially, the training gives you a full view, bird's eye view of the method and all the things that you need to know on how your emotions, your hormones, and your food should evolve with you as you go into midlife and, of course, beyond. But let's come back to today's topic here. So understanding now that our emotions play a huge role in everything, and yes, this is a podcast dedicated to the topic of confidence, I would love to really talk about what the self-esteem and self-worth look like from my perspective. And hopefully that will give you some insights into maybe a little minor shifts that you can make in how you see things. So if you could imagine, you know, this horizontal line, almost like a, a quadrant, like, you know, this, you know, cross, right, with four kind of like squares. 
And on the horizontal line, I want you to write the word self-worth. On the vertical line, I want you to write down the word self-esteem. So primarily, so let's go with self-worth first. The way I look at it, self-worth is this little meter, this little gauge that goes from zero to a hundred. And self-worth is a reflection of how much you are worth, what you deserve just for being yourself, um, what is your value to the world, to society, to all the things. And surprise, 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 that number is always 100%. So the big news here, spoiler alert, <laughs> your self-worth is not changed based on outside circumstances. Your self-worth is not dependent on other people's opinions, including your own. <laughs> and your self-worth is not dependent on the fact that you have money, you have a job, you have knowledge of your purpose. It, it doesn't matter. It is also not dependent on what you've done and what you have not done. And one of, you know, the famous human behavior specialist, Dr. Demartini talks about that no matter what you've done or not done, you are equally worthy of love, right? And that for me embodies self-worth. It is this scale that goes up to a hundred that is stuck at a hundred. And even if you try really hard to change that, you can't. Because being worthy and being deserving of all the beautiful perfection of life is everybody's birthright. And it does not matter the size of your genes, does not matter the opinion of others, and most importantly, your opinion of yourselves. And I know firsthand that we are our biggest critics, right? Um, and if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. So that is the first thing I wanted to very early on clearly establish. Now, what about self-esteem? So if worth is a basically an untouchable, unchanged perimeter, so that is basically in the middle of your page, what does vary up and down is our self-esteem. That's why I wanted to draw a vertical line cutting right through the middle of your self-worth scale. And what that represents, and it could even be you know, wherever you want to cross. It's just like put it in the middle of the page. And essentially what happens is that anytime you are below the mean, which is a self-worth line, we our self-esteem feels low. Anytime you are above the mean, which again is your self-worth line, we are proud. We are above, we are feeling, you know, more, I would say puffed up <laughs> and, you know, in charge of the world, feeling like a million bucks. So here's the interesting thing. It is only your perception of your worth that can change your self-esteem. Because like I said to you, and I'm 100% certain of this, your self-worth is unchangeable. It doesn't matter what you do or don't do. But any time that we are above or below, that's when we feel the feelings, right? So it is actually our self-esteem that oscillates up and down throughout the day and different circumstances will change that differently. So say that if you are someone that if you're very comfortable eloquently talking to your children and telling them, do this, don't do that, and running the household. But then sometimes if you were put on a stage as to talk in front of an audience of, I don't know, 50 people, you may get incredibly nervous, right? So it's the same concept, speaking in front of others and teaching them something new. 
but the circumstances are different. Therefore, we go up or down, in this case, potentially down in our self-esteem, you know, perception. So why? <laughs> what makes us so? What in our minds actually, you know, changes that we perceive ourselves either above or below the medium line? And the best way that I can explain this, that I understand this, it always is relative to your source of authority, okay? So for example, in the same example, when you're talking to the children, right? Especially if you're your children and you don't know them well and so on. Normally, in most traditional parent-child relationship, you are the authority. So you, the authority, is telling them what to do and how to behave and whatnot in this example. Therefore, you are above the authority line. You are it. So it is easier for you to quotations have confidence in what you're doing because you are the authority in this case. Now you go to the stage, <laughs> example number two, and you're very nervous, right? Talking in front of many, many people that you don't know. So I just say that out of those 50 people you don't know, who is your authority then? At that point in time, it's no longer ourselves, especially if you're nervous about it. And it's probably not the 50 people. And that is the interesting perspective here. It's probably going to be a handful of people that are mixed in, sitting in that crowd. People that the way that they dress, the way that they carry themselves, they remind you, for example, somebody wearing, I don't know, like a doctor's uh, white collab coat. You may think, oh my gosh, they may be a doctor or somebody that you know in the crowd just from seeing them in the media and stuff that you perceive to have more knowledge, to have more whatever than you, even if it's just a perception, even if you don't know them. But just by looking at it, there's going to be a few people and sometimes one person, sometimes many in the crowd that we perceive that may have something more than what we do, we make them our authority in the moment in time, and that makes us nervous. If it is something, for example, speaking online to a camera, you may not know who is going to be watching, but it is our perception that somebody will that could think X, Y, and Z about us, and they become the authority. So the authority can be virtual, somebody that you don't know that may come in the future, or it may be somebody specific that you visually can see, or somebody that you know is sitting on that crowd in those examples that is bringing you that sense of insecurity about yourself, therefore we waver. Does it make you less worthy? No, that is impossible. Like I said before, you're deserving just because you are, period, end of the story. That doesn't change. But what does change is your perception of that sense of worthiness, which is what I like to distinct as self-esteem. So again, anytime you are above the mean and you perceive that you have the authority over a situation, we're usually proud, we're usually a little bit more, you know, sure of ourselves, we perceive ourselves as confident. Anytime that we're below that mean, which is your self-worth line, and we are making somebody else your authority that you feel the need to please, you know, subordinate to, be careful what you say around, whatever that is. We get more nervous and we feel we lack confidence. The reason why this is important is, one, self-worth is unchangeable. Two, self-esteem is relative and so is confidence, right? So if you're listening to this podcast, looking to feel more confident, 
you know, there's no magical formula that if you do X, Y, and Z, if you lose the weight, if you change your hair color, you know, buy new clothes, that's not necessarily the solution because it will depend every time on the circumstances that you're putting yourself into and your perception of where you stand in relation to whoever you're making your authority. So the best way, in my opinion, to work on confidence, work on self-esteem, is to start by getting very clear, but I mean very, very clear, who are you putting on this authority pedestal, number one, and that is the first step, because you need to know who are you comparing yourself to, to even feel one way or the other. And mind you, feeling really proud and really like puffed up and stuff isn't better (laughs) than putting yourself down below because either of them, you're running away from your authentic center. You're running away from that beautiful, worthy line that, you know, it doesn't matter what you do or don't do. And a lot of times we praise our intellect and we, you know, you know, puff ourselves up and stuff like that, thinking that is a better state to be. And I'll say that the equilibrium between the two, that you can go out there and do a brilliant job, but not feel better than everybody else. You're just doing it out of service or being in maybe more humbling situations as somebody else is teaching you and being open enough to learn and listen a new perspective and make it into a sharing rather than quotations a competition, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, that is a very good step in the right direction in terms of harnessing confidence and being comfortable basically in every environment, right? Because every single situation, every single set of circumstances, our brain and our nervous system is almost like these little sensors trying to understand, okay, what is going on? Where do I stand in relation to my perceptions of myself, my knowledge and what I'm here to do and capable of doing, right? So if you want to harness more confidence, it's important to know who are you subordinating to, who are you making your authority. And then from that place, then you can look at all the ways that you also have that which you admire. And I've done another episode and that uh, was an episode in terms of exiting that comparison roller coaster, the comparison trap. So that's episode number 28, if you want to go back after and listen to it. But one of the strategies to, you know, ease off comparing yourself to others and really get back into that self sense of confidence is the understanding that you can only see something in somebody else, admire something in somebody else if you have it too. But the cool thing, and this is something that, you know, we see often, especially in the weight loss world, it may not be the exact same thing. So if you admire somebody's beautiful hair, if you admire somebody's body and curves and toned abs, and you look in the mirror, it's like, I clearly don't have that. (laughs) You know, the connection here, what you are admiring them is what the specific form of beauty you admire represents. And you have it too. And some of us have it in intellectual ways. Some of us have it in how we present ourselves in relation to our family and whatnot. So if you're not able to one-to-one say, okay, that's what I admire in them. I have a two because a lot of times it's not that simple. My invitation to you, listen to episode 28 to get more details, but my invitation to you is to look and say, okay, what is it that I admire in them truly? What is that beautiful hair? What is the beautiful curves? What do they represent? Where do I have it to? Because if you can see 
that anything you admire inside of yourself is simply this mirror reflection of what is inside of you, you would actually be able to believe me that there's nothing missing in you. There's absolutely nothing missing. Therefore, your self-worth meter is always at 100%. The only thing that wavers is our perception of it, which is what I like to refer to as self-esteem and being above or below the mid-level. Either of them, you're not your most authentic self. So working towards clearing that emotional (laughs) roller coaster and getting back to center, getting back to knowing your perception, and in a way, being 100% responsible for your happiness, for your actions, for your choices, in my opinion, humble opinion, is a beautiful, speedy way to peace, happiness, and self-contentment. So I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you love this episode, make sure to share it on Instagram. Just take a screenshot of you listening to it and tag me in your stories at naturally.joyous and I'll be happy to repost it. And if you want to chat through it in more detail and learn more about the work I do with weight release, if you're ready to love your body again and change how you look at weight loss for the rest of your life, uh, please go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call. And I'll be more than happy, either myself or my team, to have a conversation with you, tell you more about the work with you and how we can help you. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous. And I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.